me and Ashley on the President's Day edition of the show, where today we talked about uh, my pool. We, we got an update there, a yes. solid update on the pool. There's actually water in there. Woo! And the kids were in the water, even though they weren't supposed to be. I'll talk about that in this episode. I feel like we learned a lot about pools today, but it was for those of us who don't have one. Yeah. We put a brand new one in. And then also why cops were knocking, I should say one cop, was knocking on my door at midnight. Terrifying. I still feel like my heart's a little bit fluttery coming off of the situation, which was so in the end ridiculous that's in this podcast and a second date update about someone who kept returning their food order all in this podcast that starts right now okay so for today as we walk up in here and it's president's day yes uh ashley and i have a little bit uh, a little bit of inspiration so i know it's supposed to go to the commander-in-chief but can we send it out to presidents in general <laughs> yes so if you're the president of your book club if you're the president of an organization if you're the president of your company yes uh then by all means can we give you some love this morning for sure i mean i think that role in itself right for any of these organizations we, we laugh only because of of what it is in in today and why people have off of work and how we're bringing it down to this even local level and sure. what you may do but it's because it takes a special person to take on that role that you really have to be a leader. You have to feel comfortable dealing with uh, an entire group of people to lead and people that look to you to take them in the right direction, no matter what you're the president of, whether you are that book yeah. club, they're <laughs> looking for the next title they're reading next month or, you know, the, the president of the student council in the high school. Wow. Um, yeah. But it all starts somewhere and it takes that person that really has to own it. OK, so from us to you, the one who owns it. The National Anthem. Luke Bryan on K92.3. Orlando's number one for New Country. This weekend was a very, very popular one for us here with the Daytona 500 coming to an end. Yeah. We had the entire speed week leading up to last night's uh, performance. And, of course, we got to give a big shout-out to Austin Sindrick. 23 years old, winning it. Uh, it looked like uh, everybody was pulling for Bubba Wallace. If you're not into racing, that's okay. You don't, you don't have to understand that. But, but just know that there's Bubba Wallace, who's like a big name, and everybody was pulling for him to win, but this guy won. Well, it depends who you are if we're pulling for Bubba Wallace. Not everybody was pulling for Bubba Wallace to win, but Bubba Wallace is owned by Michael Jordan, basically. he Michael Jordan's racing team is who Bubba drives for. So we were out there yesterday. We got out there around 10-something. And um, I always say I got to thank my friend Brett from college who ends up hooking us up with hot passes for the Daytona 500. He works awesome. for NASCAR. He grew up over there near the Ormond area. So uh, he's been in the NASCAR world forever. And I only got into about five years ago when I met my husband, Matt. And I've told that story over and over again. But yesterday you had Luke Combs performing, which was kind of like the big, big thing, right? Because he performed it in 2021. And a lot of people don't realize, didn't realize that the reason why he came back is because there weren't as many people there in 2021 uh, because of the COVID regulations. Yeah, sure. So here's a little bit of Luke's performance yesterday. It was really cool. So now this is probably the third or fourth Daytona 500. I've been there in the infield watching the concert. This was the busiest I've seen the concert. It's packed. And Matt, my husband, and I were standing there Well. And we were like, they definitely knew their audience as far as picking the right person yeah. to do that halftime show. Because you had people from every age, too. That was so cool. You had, like, you could tell high school kids, little, little, little kids with their parents, all the way up to, you know, people in their 60s, 70s there watching Luke Combs. So you could tell the audience he has is wide span. And then Trace Atkins did the national anthem. And, um... It was really, really cool. I did not see Luke Combs like up close and personal. 
here, this is so crazy. So my my buddy Brett that works for NASCAR, he works on a lot of like the dirt tracks okay. across the country. And so he was hosting some owners from Oklahoma of a dirt track in Oklahoma this weekend. And they had passes to go backstage and meet Luke and see everything. But they only had a, a few hot passes. And the one guy had invited me back. And I said, honestly, because that would have meant somebody else wouldn't have been able to go. I said, honestly, you guys go. I said, I know this sounds crazy, but I get to I get to meet Luke all the time. I get to interview him. I said, I don't want to take this sticker and this pass from somebody who doesn't get this opportunity. That's very nice of you. So, but there's a lot of people in our in our position that we have seen in the past that they're like, oh no, 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 that's mine. Oh yeah, I need to go say hello. Yeah, he's gonna know me. Like no, <laughs> no, not at all. So it was cool. I did not get to see him, but I saw from afar. I will say where we were parked. The tour buses, there were six, I think, tour buses, and I knew they were artist tour buses because once you're in this business and you deal with their, their they travels, look, they have a certain look. Exactly. Yeah. So we saw Luke's tour bus, and then we saw Brian Kelly's tour bus, Brian from Florida Georgia Line, and then Trace Adkins. So they were there. I think Brian Kelly from Florida Georgia Line stayed the longest. Him and his wife were out there and stayed for the entire race. I think Luke did too because um, some of the other buses had pulled out and left at a certain point, but just the whole experience of it all. So, so cool. We were talking to some of the NASCAR people in general about how it really seems like it's getting this revival of popularity and more people are, are liking it. So it was a really cool experience. Nice. And then, uh, you know, a big thanks to everybody out there in Daytona who made it what it was, because uh, as we said, you know, last night was the culmination of the entire event, but yes. it started like on Tuesday, Wednesday, everybody uh, packing in their gear, driving in all their vehicles and everything like that. And then today, gone. And you think about, <laughs> remember the festivals we we used to do out there, like the Country 500 Festival was out there. You, you know, these other music festivals or whatever. It takes... That's like a year of planning. This is what you know. Once the Daytona 500 ends, today's day one of planning for next year. Yeah. And making sure you know they're probably having their recap meetings. Say, okay, what went wrong? What went right? So the amount of things, like you were saying, that goes into it, uh, and just for a day of fun for for all of us attendees. So crazy. So from everybody who went and attended to those of you who are planning 2023s. Uh, it's Obi and Ashley. And coming up next, you know what? Ashley's going to be leaving me here. So where, where are you going? We'll talk about it next. Cody Johnson on K92.3, Orlando's number one for new country. I believe a little later on in the week, he will be with us while Ashley will be out. But yes. we, you know what? Let's let's pivot to what happened last night, okay? A little bit later on, I want to talk about Ashley's trip because she will be gone uh, as of Wednesday. But we've got some time to talk about that. Yes. I want to talk about immediately what happened last night. You scared us all. Um, I have never... Okay, we live in the Lake Conway area. We have uh, cameras surrounding our home, security cameras. Uh, when we did renovations, that was kind of part of something we put in. So with those... Worth every penny. Yes. So not only the security cameras that are through a security service, but also like the nest. So, you know, when someone rings the doorbell, you get alerted, whatever. So again, I, I think I got to preface this story with all day yesterday, we were at the Daytona 500. So we were out in the sun all day, going all day. Got home. It was like 8.30. We were in bed, no joke, by 9.45. I think we were we were so tired. Busy weekend. And all of a sudden, uh, it was probably like 12, 12.30 this morning. Okay. I hear my, my Nest app give me like the ding, which I must have it set for that one to allow to give me alerts because my phone was on silent. And 
I'm like, okay, weird. It's 12. That always freaks me out. I'm like as paranoid as paranoid gets when it comes to our Nest camera and me hearing something, especially that late at night. Especially the front door. Yes, the front door and somebody ringing it. It's different than a sound making it go off, but somebody ringing the doorbell. Right. And then I heard the doorbell ring. And now, mind you, I'm a pretty heavy sleeper and Matt, normally my husband, is not. So I, I, I think I heard the last half of the doorbell. And then I look at the Nest Cam and saw somebody like walking away. And then so I clicked on like the, the last frame to see who it was. And it was a cop. And I'm like, oh, God. And I'm nudging Matt. And I'm like, hey, did you hear the doorbell? And he's like, what? I'm like, the doorbell. And Matt never sleeps as hard. But again, we were I think we were just so tired. And zonked. You guys yeah, are zonked out. Seriously. So then I see like I see flashlight from like our bedroom window bright and I'm, and, I'm, and I'm freaking out at this point because I'm like oh my god what is going on like what happened did something happen out on the road maybe and they're knocking on our door cop comes back knocks on the door and now granted we didn't hear him the first time knocks on the door with his flashlight and it's like loud so now we've heard him right Matt's up getting to the door and and the, the cop was like just checking that you guys are okay your, your alarm went off your alarm system went off and we were like yeah we're fine thank you, you know, and the guy was like, okay, you know, all good. I just want to make sure, you know, the alarm company, they'll, they'll dispatch, you know, once they try reaching out to you. So Matt, and they did, they tried to reach out to you guys. Matt and Mai's phone were both on silent. Yes. We both wow. had two missed calls because they'll call him first. I'm the backup number. Like perfect storm when both phones are on silent. Here's what's crazy. We didn't hear any of this going on. That's how hard we were sleeping. And just so you can hear what it's like, and it's not the internal alarm that was going off. We thought for sure the external alarm did not go off because there was no way we could have missed that, right? Being that loud. This is the external alarm. (laughs) How? How did you sleep through that? Did not hear any of it. You know what's nuts? How come a a neighbor didn't come over? And that's what we were like, we feel terrible. Apologize to the neighbors because that alarm had to have gone off at a certain point. Because by the time the cop was there knocking on the door, the alarm wasn't going off. So that we were so convinced. Matt and I were so convinced. There's no way this alarm went off. We would have heard it. Sonny would have been barking or something. But would we even have heard Sonny? Because we didn't even hear that alarm. All y'all slipped through it. Yes. But, I mean, Sonny may have been been up and heard it. But she wouldn't have known what it was if she heard it. You know what I'm saying? Right. It was it was crazy. I mean, I said to Matt, "Thank God it wasn't something crazy for real that we slept through." Well, I think it is nice of you to apologize to your neighbors because hold on, I got to play this again because so like, that, it, it is. I mean that. I, I I I guess if I was a neighbor and I heard that going off, I guess the first thing that I would do, I I, I don't I don't know if I'd run over to the house. Well, right? and what, that's what do you the do? thing is because it has. There's been times where if you don't, oh, okay, the reason it even went off in the first place. We left our garage door open and our neighbor, who is our friend that actually lives down the street, closed our garage for us because when we came in from so the- So that's what set it off. That's what set it off. And the, But when we came in from the Daytona 500, we were so tired again, probably asleep by 945. He drove by our house and it was like 11 something and he had turned, he had shut it for us. And this is a, this is a neighbor that's a friend who has a code for us where he'll go over, you know, when we need a dog out. Okay, so nice. he, he was already down the street at his house. And if it went off, I don't know if he didn't put two and two together that it was our alarm going off or or what. Because he had texted Matt and said, hey, dude, I don't think you wanted to leave your garage open. And and of course not. Again, Matt was mad at himself that he left the garage open. Never does that. But it, that, isn't that crazy? Have you ever been that what? tired? You sleep through something like this? So crazy. Okay, so I know that we've left our garage door open before. 
Uh, I know at the time that we leave, too, you and I, you know, leaving the house at 4 o'clock in the morning, I've seen other people's garage door open. Oh, yeah. But I've never been... I, I don't know if this is a bad neighbor of me, but I, I've never been ballsy enough to be like, oh, let me go shut it for them. Well, um, yeah, I mean, if you're not on that level. Yeah, it, I don't want to get shot by somebody. Uh, yeah, I mean, he he's like family, this guy, where he knew to shut it, but at the same time, not hearing any of it. Well, I mean, let's cop- hear it one more time because I think my wife needs this for her phone alarm. <laughs> oh, stop. So, so this way I can get her up in the morning. Uh, this is our <laughs> external house alarm. Yeah, you can imagine how terrifying it is and annoying. In the in the day light of day, let alone at midnight. Oh my god! Yeah, Godspeed. K ninety two three. From backstage to the front page, it's Ashley's All Access. All right. So even if you're not a NASCAR fan, it was pretty cool seeing Luke Combs doing the pre race concert yesterday. I did post to the K ninety two three Instagram uh, where I was standing, and I was telling Obi this morning. Out of all of the pre race concerts I've been to, they've all been country artists uh, since I've been going which is awesome. Yeah. But this is definitely the busiest, the pack, the most people I could tell wanted to see Luke Combs. He's perfect. I mean, he's so perfect good. for Daytona. Yeah, like... It was amazing. And you know what's funny is like, you know, the people that, that are around you in the crowd at a NASCAR race are you have so many things in common there was a woman standing next to me and she was actually from new york when we talked about the daytona 500 and how people come from all over the country she was from new york and she was at the morgan wallen shows at madison square garden last weekend wow woman gets around yeah like that's so cool (laughs) um so pretty pretty cool yesterday at the daytona 500 again i know trace adkins was there a lot of people were excited to see him and i think uh some people that did get to see him up close and personal we're surprised how tall he is. Yeah. You know, I oh, think yeah. we all know, you, or you think you have a sense, but until you see him in person and you're like, oh my gosh. Well, now we're going to see Trace in that new show. Yeah, yeah that's good. Yeah. That's the one he's uh, in starring, co-starring with Susan, Susan Sarandon. Sarandon. That's so, going to be good. Yeah, I, th- I think that's starting up here soon. Now, sad news, uh, Miranda Lambert, I was I saw this on her uh, Instagram the other night, and she is mourning the death of her longtime band member who she called one of her most treasured friends and it was uh, her guitarist, Scotty Ray, and she posted, I mean, it is, it's a long and lengthy post with words, and she says, she said basically no matter what, they, they had quarrels, they did not agree on some things, but she was always, and, and they, the two of them, always made up. She knew she could always count on him, no matter what, if he was standing next to her, she knew she could take on the world, and uh, there was no cause of death shared. But yeah, her guitarist of 20 years. You think about that for wow, a musician. Man, that's, yeah, that's a that's a long time to have a guitar. And, and listen, you know, most of your country artists, they all play guitar, but not like these guys. That's why a lot of them have a guitarist because the guitarist comes in and does the solo. And, yeah. yeah. Very well. sad. So our thoughts are with uh, Miranda Lambert Camp and the loss of their guitarist there, Scotty Ray. Yeah. Now on a happier note, Brett Young. So this is crazy. Uh, you guys know, because I talk about it all the time, how I work with the record reps, uh, the artist managers on different stuff. It comes into the other portion of my role here at the station. And I saw Brett Young's record rep last week posting about this. And Brett Young was in Lithia, Florida, which is just outside of Tampa or the, the Tampa area, I should say. And he was surprising a little girl for her 10 year old birthday party. She thought he, she was just going to get to see him on Zoom. But my rep, Liz, I'm like seeing her post from this little girl's house. I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, we're in Lithia for a 10-year-old's birthday party. They were filming something. You could tell there's big cameras involved. So the 10-year-old girl was surprised with uh, Brett actually coming to surprise her in person. Oh, you look just like your mama. 
fervor like I do. It's funny to see a room of like 20 little like 10 year old girls and they're all like sitting Indian style like dreamy looking in his eyes. Well, isn't it funny too? Because as that mom who set this surprise up for her daughter, don't you think maybe you're expecting a reaction that's like, oh my God, like freaking out. And I think, I think they were all in shock. Like they, they didn't move. They were just staring at Brett. They probably were just. Like looking at him with butterflies in their eyes. Yeah. Like love. Um, but pretty cool that Brett Young did that. Came all the way to Lithia, Florida to surprise that 10 year old. Ashley in the morning. On K 82.3. It's time, time for the O-Town Showdown. Powered by Appliance Stockade in Merritt Island. Hey, good morning, family. Good morning. Hey, hey. Good morning. Good morning. So we've got Mark over in Melbourne. Mark, good morning. Morning. Fantastic. Going up against Connor in Titusville. Good morning, good morning. Yeah, man, you guys got that coast covered really well. All right, so here's the way the game is played. My beautiful co-host here, Ashley. Hi. He's got three questions for you. The questions aren't that hard. It's not who's the smartest. Nope. It's who's the quickest using their sound and having the right answer. That's how you win the showdown. So let's get those buzzer sounds. Mark, what's going to be yours when you think you're right? Bang. Bang. Nice and easy. All right, Connor, what's going to be yours? I'm going to go ding. Ding. We got a ding and a bang. We're ready for the <laughs> O-Town Showdown. All right. Question number one. It being President's Day, students are off. Many people are off. But true or false, James Buchanan was a president. Bang. Ding. Okay, Mark. True. 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 Okay, nice. 1857 to 1861. Good job. <laughs> well played. Mark of Melbourne, you got one. Connor of Titusville, you got uh, one to stay in the game. All right. Question number two with it being President's Day. Name a president on Mount Rushmore. Ding. Bang. Oh, what you got, Connor? Teddy Roosevelt. Ooh. Is Roosevelt up there? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. One for Connor. Really Good job. Okay. So we've got one, one for Mark, one. one for Connor, one question left. Question number three. For the win. With it being President's Day, we'll keep the theme going. How many stripes are on the American flag? Ding. Ding, ding, oh, ding, Connor, ding, ding. what you got? 13. Yay! Woo! That's right. Nice work, Connor. You're the winner of the Oaktown Showdown. Congratulations, Connor. Yeah. This morning, we're going to take you. care of you for breakfast. It's National Hot Breakfast Month all February, so 50 bucks to Metro Diner, which I could really use right now. Wow, thank yeah, you very brother. much. That sounds amazing. Dude, congratulations. Now, something that everybody gets in on. Mark, this air hug, bro. Come oh, on. yeah. Uh, Bring it all of us are winners with you, bro. Oh, yeah. Love that, guys. Thank you for participating in another round of the O-Town, O-Town Showdown. Showdown. <laughs> thank, thank you. K-92-3. Doing the right in the morning. All right, it's President's Day and you might be in your car right now saying, man, why did I have to work today? <laughs> but <laughs> here's a little bright light for you to make your store, your morning start off right. Okay, so this one takes us to Starbucks in Corpus Christi. And let's talk about the fact that, uh, first of all, if you're uh, any employee for any business, you have an opportunity to be sharp with your own eyes, right? Your own awareness. So let me talk about this mom who's extremely excited for these Starbucks employees who watched out for her daughter. Okay, so her daughter's 18 years old, went into Starbucks to do some studying for school. She's still in high school. And it was at this point where the Starbucks employees 
had noticed another gentleman coming up to her and striking up conversation. All right, so I got a little bit of the mom talking about it. He just kind of became really animated and kind of loud about it. And she said that the next thing she knew, a Starbucks employee handed her a cup and said, "Um, somebody left this drink behind. It's the hot chocolate. Okay, so these Starbucks employees were paying attention. They brought her chocolate milk, uh, a hot chocolate, and on the cup it said... If you're okay, you know, uh, if you're not okay, take the lid off the cup. So basically, the employees were trying to communicate with her, yeah. and, you know, outside of this gentleman's view. And uh, it turned out that she was okay. She didn't feel like she was alarmed, but she turned around and she signaled to all the employees that she was all right. Wow. And uh, again, the mom took that cup because the daughter brought the cup home. The mom took that cup, put it up on Facebook. 4,000 shares later. Y'all. I'm trying to just get four likes. You know what I mean? 4,000 shares. Uh, so what is cool is that, that those employees, you know, whether they were um, intervening in something that was dangerous or not, the fact that they were aware, I think yeah. that that was very cool of them to, to, to and for them uh, corporately together, the whole crew to say, hey, let's come up with a plan so this way we can save this girl from this scenario. Well, and how many times have we heard that? We've heard similar stories with like a waiter or waiter, waiter or waitress. In those situations. Yeah, sometimes a bartender. Yes, and they do the same thing. They'll put a napkin or something down because I think you hear too many stories where you're like, man, if somebody was just paying attention and would have known, it could have helped that situation. So those Starbucks employees, how, what an eye-opening situation for so many people that work in public roles like that. Yeah, and again, being very slick with the messaging and the way that they communicated with her outside of the guy's view. Yeah. uh, Very cool. So again, those Starbucks employees in Corpus Christi, Crispy, Texas, that's doing the right thing. Obi and Ashley's Doing the Right Thing. Brought to you by Bel Air Heating and Air Conditioning. Doing the right thing. On Parker McCollum on K92.3, Obi and Ashley. Okay, right out the gate. Our pool is done. What? But is it really? <laughs> oh, geez. Wait, let's backtrack here. It's but it's like two years for anyone that hasn't been keeping up with the updates. Yeah, appreciate you guys letting us be honest with y'all, but we started this pool back in, in 2019 was when we put the down payment. At the very end of 2019, we put the down payment on the pool. Uh, all of 2020, we tried, you know, uh, storing some money. Actually, it, it all worked out well because we were able to store off money to the side as nobody was building. Uh, so now here we are in 2021. Well, we're in 2022, but I'm saying in 2021 in the storyline, uh, they got the whole Doug. That's when we got Oliver, our baby that we adopted. The same, the same day that baby Oliver came home to our house was the day that the Bobcats came in and scraped the, the earth of its grass Crazy. to start digging the hole. Yes. Okay, so uh, so now here we are, and uh, months later, we've got a full pool. With water and everything? With water in it. It's uh, super exciting. Yeah, it's super exciting. And um, I, So right now, I, I didn't know some of these things. We're still not in it. Okay. Okay, the reason why we're not in it is because I didn't know that that Pebble Tech, tech stuff, the stuff that they spray on the inside of the pool, that stuff has got a cure. Okay. Uh, so we've been spending the past three days like uh, brushing the inside of the pool to make sure that the stuff settles nicely. Okay, so I don't know much about pools, but I've heard people say that they're like once you get a pool in, they have something called pool school where you have to learn what you have to do as a pool owner. Yes, we have not done that yet. Okay, okay so so like uh, uh, for instance, uh, because this this shell is still curing, 
Uh, we can't have the heater on in, in the pool. You know, we're, we're, we haven't turned on any of the jets or anything like that. So all that stuff is still, it's still waiting for its first inaugural. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, but uh, yes. you do that one more time? <laughs> <laughs> but there will be a, a pool school. I'm glad that you, you said it like that because I said somebody's just going to have to teach us how to, t- how to use all this stuff. Yeah, because how did you know you couldn't go in it? Like it's got to be brushed and all that. Did they tell you? So yeah, so they told us that. They said, you know, you want to make sure that uh, for this pool to have its best chance of having the nice finish on the inside you're going to want to brush it every day and uh give it about a good two weeks before you go in there what two weeks so, are the kids going crazy uh the kids have accidentally oh fallen in oh sure they have they've accidentally fallen in so <laughs> well, this way the they, they get uh but i i am uh i am very excited about the fact that um you know it, it's it's come to a close yeah. at least that portion now we still now we still have because i posted a video up the other day we still have like a like a whole uh, firewall going up. Uh, there's a, there's a whole uh, dining place where you can sit underneath it. Oh, nice. Yeah. So the pool pool's done, but like your entertaining area that you guys also planned out in these pool plans are not done. Not done. What about though? What about swimming lessons and the baby and everything? Are you guys baby start swimming lessons today? What? Oh my god! I'm so glad you brought this up. Okay, so uh, uh, th- I wasn't prepared to talk about this, but baby start swimming lessons Yay! today. Smart. Ashley, if you've never seen a baby go to swim lessons man for some parents like we can't do it so we we have the nanny taking the baby oh yeah because we did all three kids and all three kids you see unfortunately this is the way that they learn but sometimes yes you see them like almost drowning and uh so so we don't want to we don't want to watch that last summer i gave away uh isr lessons from a place in st cloud she's incredible and she she used to surf and everything. She owns her own school business. And I gave away a package, and and she told me that sometimes parents cannot even go. It's harder for the parents sometimes to take their kids to these swim lessons yeah. because they cannot see their kids like that. That's so interesting that today is Today's, Oliver's first day. Well, because now that the pool's filled, yeah, uh, we don't want to spare any chances. You 100%. know, uh, um, uh, if you all will remember, it was a few years ago that even country superstar Granger Smith. Yeah. The whole family was home. Oh. And they lost their child to a pool accident. Awful. He was three. Uh, so to us, that I mean, that's that's uh, not only that, but I think I'm going to put a couple things in the pool. And and I'm open to suggestions. Heck yeah. I, I want to put a couple things in the pool, like like ropes. Yeah. That if somebody were to, you know, uh, fall in. Yeah, that they could hold on to it at least. Well, you guys are already doing a great thing with the swim lessons because that I know... Sure, you you can do anything, but the preventative. If yeah. they know how to opt, how what to do if they're in the pool, and they know to turn on their backs and scary. what to do, yeah, just scary to think about. All right, but uh, but uh, if y'all have any, let's see, accessories. Like now, we're gonna start looking for accessories for the pool. Oh, you're this you know, is, any this toys? Is like, this is like a new dog where the dog gets <laughs> tons of toys. You're gonna have all these pool toys. It's gonna be fun though. I need your suggestions though. Eight four four two five four nine two three two. What what is crap and what's the good stuff? All right. <laughs> K-92-3. From backstage to the front page, it's Ashley's All Access. Well, the Daytona 500 yesterday was awesome. It was perfect weather. It was beautiful outside. I tried to post as much as I could, but there was no service. It was like, you know, being at a concert when you're trying to send texts and, and videos. And you have all those people sucking the data. <laughs> yeah, so I didn't get much up on the K-92-3 page yesterday. I, I got some, so you can definitely go check it out. But Luke Combs, his performance, that's up there. Oh, man, that's so cool. <laughs> it was so cool. And I think this was maybe my third or fourth Daytona 500. And it's always been country artists since I've been there that I've seen that did the pre-race concert. And this was by far the packed, most packed as far as the people in the infield, even people in their seats in the grandstands. 
more people up there than I've ever seen for a pre-race concert. I think just people wanting to see Luke Combs. So NASCAR hit the nail on the head bringing Luke Combs back. Yeah, he's perfect for NASCAR. Yeah, and you know what? A lot of people didn't realize he didn't... Uh, he played the year before in 2021, but because of COVID, the, pandemic, yeah. the, the numbers weren't as high as far as the amount of people that were there. And uh, they said, hey, let's bring him back for 2022. And it was a huge hit. So very, very cool. Uh, very impressed all the time with NASCAR and the drivers out there. Uh, cool experience. And uh, you can see some of the behind the scenes stuff. I did get to the K92.3 Facebook page. Now, this is super sad because, you know, you think about all these artists and the people they have on their teams. We talk about it all the time. Miranda Lambert mourning the death of her longtime band member, who she calls one of her most treasured friends, uh, her guitarist of 20 years. His name was Scotty Ray. Uh, 20 years is a long time, A man. very wow. long time. And some of the, some people, too, don't realize, wait, Miranda Lambert's been doing this for 20 years. And, you know, it's, it's kind of like you realize numerous things when things like this happen. And Scotty Ray, she said no matter what, if they got in quarrels, if they didn't agree on things, they always ended up working it out. He was always, you know, if, if he was standing next to her, she knew she could take on the world. It was just that comfort of a relationship. And uh, so our entire thoughts and prayers are with Miranda Lambert's camp and, and, you know, replacing somebody. It's not replacing somebody. It's like when somebody loses anyone in their life, you can't replace that person. But when you're a part of a band, you have to replace their talent. Yeah. So that comes down to a difficult uh, time for Miranda Lambert. Now, I will end this on a happier note with Brett, Brett Young. And so many people actually tagged me on this on Instagram last week. And I will say, because of, um, you know, me talking to different reps and, and their artist managers and whatnot, I saw this on Instagram last week. And Brett Young surprised this little girl for, a t- for her 10th birthday party. She thought she was just going to get to Zoom with him. But my rep was in town here and it was in Lithia. If you don't know where Lithia is in Florida, Google it. It's in the middle of the state. But um, Brett surprised this 10-year-old little girl for her birthday party. And you could tell she was surprised. There's like 20 little 10-year-olds all sitting Indian style like, <sighs> I know. And I wish I could say. So when I say you can tell she was surprised, you I think you have to see the video because she was visually shocked. She yeah. was not. She didn't say anything. And I think I, I'd imagine for a parent when you do something for your child and you're doing a surprise, you don't know how they're going to react. I was thinking maybe she was going to freak out and be like, oh, my God, like, Brett Young, like, because she's 10. She loves him. Would she be like super, super fan? Um, but she, I think, was just so in awe that Brett, Brett Young was playing his guitar in front of her. So very cool. Act cool, too. <laughs> yeah. But um, also, they had cameras, big, big cameras there that looks like they had to have been filming for something more uh, legitimate, also. So maybe some part of some series. So Brett Young, super cool for him to do that. Uh, you can see all these stories and all the Daytona 500 video on the K92.3 Instagram. K92.3. Two people, one date, zero texts returned. Obi and Ashley's second date update. Brought to you by attorney Dan Newland. In a wreck, need a check, Google Dan Newland. Beth, if you don't mind, tell us about your date and why you're calling us. Yeah, so Connor and I went out. We went to Antonio's. It was really nice. Um, Mm, Wait, the Antonio's in uh, Maitland? Yeah. So good. It was. I just really enjoyed his company, and he's not calling me back. And I just think it's odd. Like, I've, you know, I haven't been, like, obsessively following up, but I have reached out a couple times, and I'm just not hearing from him. And I, I didn't see any problem with the date. Was this a, the absolute first, first time you'd ever seen him in person? Any face-to-face contact? Uh, this is the first. 
Okay. Okay. Well, at least you were pleased with that, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's cute. We had good connection. Okay. Well, we'll try to get him on the line. And uh, thank you for giving us Connor's number. Yes, was hoping to speak to Connor, please. Uh, speaking. Connor, my name's Obi. That's Ashley. Hello, Connor. So there's two of us. We're on the air for the big radio station in town, K92.3. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, if you're not familiar with the show, what we do on our morning show is we try to put people back together again who went on a date, and you went on a date with a girl named Beth. <sighs> Wait, what radio station is this again? So this is K92.3. I'm Obi, and that's Ashley, and we do this every day. Okay, um, but I don't see how this involves me still. Okay, so Beth actually is one of our listeners, so she's the one who kind of has made this circle come together. I get it. Is everything okay? Like, you're not calling her back. I I guess that's the reason why we're No, I'm not calling her back. I just, it was a terrible date. I just, it it was, I didn't enjoy it, so. Why was it terrible? Well, some friends set us up. We order dinner. She eats like half of her dinner and then complains that the, the sausage was too spicy or something. I don't know. So they come, they take it back. I'm like, cool. They bring another dinner. Uh, she eats like almost all of it, like a way over half. And then when the waitress comes to take our stuff, she's like, oh, well, this is really, I'd like this taken off too. I mean, it was, I ate it, but it just wasn't really. Okay, I just re- would rather just tell you now than made a scene before. And it was just so it annoyed the crap out of me because I work at restaurants for a long time, and there's just a special place in hell for people to pull crap. Oh, like, wait, 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 they wait, were wait! Very gracious. Okay, really they quick, because Connor, off. you you just told us a lot, but I'm trying to grasp really what your your issue was with Beth. So she ordered dinners and she didn't like it, so she sent them two back. Two of them, two of them, and you did two not like that. And then, and, and then, you know, insisted the restaurant comp them both. Oh. Oh, even though she ate them. She ate like half the first one and then at least half or over half the second one and then just complained about them both. Excuse me. First of all, Uh-oh. I said uh, first. Uh, hold on one second. Just because Beth, Connor didn't know that you were on the line. Connor, we're doing this so this way we could resolve everything and we're all on the line together now. <sighs> yeah, thanks for the heads up. Yeah, hey, Connor, thanks for uh, calling me back. Not. No, so I sent the first one back because the sausage was too spicy. That's fine. And they took it off our bill. Yeah, but you ate almost, you ate over half of it. I mean, if it's that spicy, I mean, you would know in the first bite. I mean, most normal people do. Okay, I was nervous. I was focusing on getting to know you. I didn't want to make a big deal of it. So I sent it back. They took it off the bill. I ordered the chicken parm, and the chicken parm was dry. And I didn't. So and, and it took you over, and it took you eating practically all of it to figure that out. Come on, oh, man. It's just so low class. Oh, okay, okay, so here, why don't we do this? Because we definitely feel like there's not going to be a second date. I mean, you said that you used to work in the food industry, Connor. No, there's not going to be a second date. I yeah. mean, he just called class i'm gonna go with a hard no but beth i did want to give you the opportunity to even explain as far as is this something yeah, you let's hear typically that. do 
I mean, no, it isn't something I typically do, but I will say I feel like restaurants should just have samples. Like you sample a line, you should be able to sample the food because I would never ordered either dish if I had tried it ahead of time. You know, I'm not trying to get involved, but there are some times where a restaurant will serve a French onion soup (laughs) and I want to try it first before I order a bowl and get disappointed in it. Okay. I don't think you can do that with a meal, though. <laughs> I'm, I'm just trying. I'm just trying to. It's not Costco. You don't, you don't get to walk around with like, <laughs> sample trays, guys. Come on. I honestly like. I was trying to be polite and not make a thing. That's why I kept like nibbling away at it. But when the waiter was like, "How was it?" I wasn't gonna lie. Well, they came back like uh, thirty seconds. They all come back like thirty seconds after they drop your food and say, "Is everything okay?" And you didn't say a word. I was just. It's just. A, to it's, it's annoying. It, it's. You know, I, I seriously, I did everything in the restaurant but own one, and I've seen people like you a thousand times at restaurants, and you're all just as annoying and just as clueless. Okay. I, mean, I don't think you're uh, evil, but God, get a clue. Okay, so no second date. Glad we got you no. guys talking. Home of Obie and Ashley's second date update. Did you miss it? Catch the latest drama on the K-82-3 app. Save big money now on new siding from LP Smart Side at Menards. Update and beautify your home with your choice of 13 timeless colors of pre-finished engineered siding. It's durable and includes a Sherwin-Williams factory finish paint warranty that means no painting for years to come. View our entire selection of siding from LP Smart Side today. And don't forget to check out our flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big- 